Welcome to the Motive for Life radio show. This is Robert Christensen, your host. Thank you for joining me today. I am so excited to be talking about this subject of writing a success statement, specifically one targeted for the next 30 days. My buddy, John, he lives in New York. He texted me a couple weeks back and he said, Robert, can you teach me how to write a success statement like you do for your short sprints that you teach in your class? And I said, absolutely. And so he got really excited about that. And so am I. So I've been thinking about it for a couple of weeks now. And John, this is for you. I appreciate you listening and giving me some suggestions. So the idea here is to narrow down your goals down to much more specific short sprint chunks. And why we want to do a success statement or a paragraph that outlines what you want to get done in the next 30 days is because it keeps it confined, right? So it's not so generalized. Like I want to close that million dollar deal with Acme Corporation and then I'm targeting six months out because that's what I think it's going to take. What we need to do is chunk this thing out and narrow our goal window down to a 30 day period. So why would we want to do that? Why is that important that we narrow the windows of our sprints when it comes to goal attainment? Well, let me tell you, over the last, I guess maybe five or six years now, I've went from very large, more macro goal setting, which I have to say from time to time was kind of heavy lifting when I set a whole year goal. And then I started you know, chunking it down to six months. And the next thing I know, I chunked it down to 90 days. And then one of the men in my mastermind group, a guy named Kevin, started chunking it down to what he called micro sprints or micro success statements. And he just wrote a short paragraph and it could be within the next three days or a week or so. And then he'd read it every day, maybe multiple times a day. And he would come back and said, it worked, it worked, it worked, it worked. And he would train his brain to only focus on that one set of goals and discard everything else. And he would absolutely nail it every time. So he got so good at this. He'd come back and, and he'd tell us about these really big projects he got accomplished because he chunked down the goals and then put a success statement to each of the goals. So chunking up the goals over this period has a number of benefits. So let's just take an example that we're trying to close a deal with Acme Corporation. So I'm in the cloud computing professional services industry. So we write SOWs, which is a statement of work that says, this is what we're gonna do. And oh, by the way, if it's a new client, there's something that's called an MSA or master services agreement that needs to be signed to go with it. Now the master services agreement typically is a pretty hefty document that needs to go through a lot of legal. You do it one time for a new client and then each subsequent SOW or statement of work is signed underneath that MSA. So it's kind of an umbrella. And once you get established with a client, you can start executing SOWs as they trust you more and more. But, but obtaining that first client, that big client, especially if you're trying to close a big deal, like a million dollars or more, or maybe a multi-million dollar client, you're gonna have to chunk it down. Even if you're trying to accomplish a short-term set of uh, goals with a smaller client, maybe it's a $50,000 deal, or you've got a client that you're trying to fix a problem with, something's gone sideways, you're gonna start chunking it down. So, you know, going from 60 days down to 30 days, you know, that's a good time frame. So we're going to just start with 30 days. And the reason we want to do that is that we can see that far out. We know who's taking vacations. We know what holidays are around. We know what the priorities are, at least for the next 30 days. 
things are not shifting too much, we can least feel comfortable over the next 30 days that the next set of actions or behaviors by others can be relatively predictable, right? So we feel more comfortable about that window as opposed to six months out. You know, people could lose their jobs or get changed out. Your person at the company who is your advocate and your decision maker may leave. And, you know, there's all sorts of things like that. So it gives you a bunch of flexibility that you don't have typically. So that's the reason why we chunk it out into 30 days. Next is the key to this whole practice, and it's called neuroplasticity. Your brain can be rewired. When you're young, it's absolutely going through that process. When you're learning new skills as you get into your teens and your 20s, think about how easily young people adopt and act on new ideas and take actions. It's because their brain is so plastic. It's allowing new ideas to come in and to other information to be moved around. It's almost like there's a filing cabinet with all the files being moved around all the time to make room for more stuff. However, as you age and you get later in life, you become more rigid in your thinking. This should not be any news to anybody. Older people are much more sedentary in their thinking and their ability to adopt and take on new ideas and new thinking becomes pretty rigid. This is because the plasticity of the brain, brain excuse me, has not been exercised to the point where it's something that they keep on doing. So learning new skills allows your brain to continue to be flexible. So in this practice that we're going to be doing, we're going to be start teaching your brain how to focus on the short-term goals you want by basically massaging your neurons so that they start adopting a goal-setting practice where it only focuses on the things you want. Really important. Okay, hang with me here. We are going to train your thinking to focus on only those things, at least narrow its focus on those things that are important to you. That's those goals. Think about it. If you're not specific with what it is that you're after, your brain is not going to be specific. It's going to try to take everything in and sort it out. However, if you are feeding it repetition over and over again for what it is that you want to accomplish, what it is that you want to do, then it will start narrowing its focus and only start identifying with those things that are in its most highest priority, which are the things that you're telling it. This is classic combination of what's called classic conditioning, which is a behavioral response, and something called operant conditioning. And operant conditioning is a technique that can be trained in your brain where you are rewarded for a behavior. Okay, and then... After that, the behavior starts staying, whether the reward or not comes, and it gets kind of mashed up with classical conditioning. And I'm not a psychiatrist, right? I'm not someone who has a doctor in this area. But what I do know is how it works on me and how it's worked on all the people who've come through the courses and the training that we've done about how to put the right images, words, and emotions into your brain so that your brain focuses on only those things. This is a conditioning process, right? I believe the two are operant and classical conditioning. If you'd like to learn more about that, there's a really nice write-up on Wikipedia around what this is. It's pretty heady stuff, but suffice to say, it works, okay? So 
I, uh, lots and lots of evidence. I know John, my friend in New York, he absolutely has been doing it for quite some time, but I think he's looking for something a little bit more specific and shorter. So here we go. So finally, here's the last piece about why the success statements work when you shorten them down like this. It teaches your brain to look for the things that have openings and the clear pathway to what you want, as opposed to it focusing on only the obstacles. Think about it. When you are looking out at a crowd and you're trying to make your way across or through the crowd to the other side, specifically, let's just take an airport, for example. Airports are flows of traffic. And let's say you have to go from one side of the concourse to the other side of the concourse, and there's these flow of traffic and you have to weave your way through it. What you're really trying to do is miss people and, and, and slide in and out of people you know, so you don't hit anybody. So you're really looking for obstacles instead of looking for the openings. The openings are what you should be looking for, not the people. But we do this in every day of our life. We're looking for all the obstacles that get in the way and we start talking about the obstacles that are in our way instead of about talking about where should I go and what's the opening. So when I'm coaching people, specifically in sales or those who are running companies, they always default to the obstacle. They always talk about what's in their way as opposed to where's the opening? Where's the opportunity? Where am I going to? And I'm going to slot right into that opening as opposed to worrying about the obstacles. Through this process, you will learn to start seeing the openings and ignoring the obstacles. And let me tell you, when you start falling into that way of thinking, the world just falls open for you. And then you start moving into these little openings and cracks and opportunities and you slide right in and you wedge your way in, you make yourself bigger and bigger. The next thing you know, you got the deal in front of you. When everybody else was wondering how you did it, you're going to say, I looked for the openings instead of watching the obstacles. So what this does is it trains your brain to look for the openings. Okay. So how do we write one of these? How do we write a success statement? And what do we do once we have it? Herein lies the practice. And my buddy, Kevin, who's part of our mastermind group, was very specific. He would get down to very specific things he wanted as outcomes that had happened once he achieved the goal. So let's fall back to our example of Acme. And they want to buy cloud computing services from a professional services company to help them build out their cloud program. What we want to do is set a 30-day goal. What's coming up in 30 days? Well, we've already presented to them. It went well. We're down to three different people and they're trying to pick some vendor who is going to give them the best results, right? They want to get the best professional services company to help them up that ramp. Well, what I would do in this situation, if I was looking to close this deal, I would write a 30-day success statement that looked like this. I would say to myself, okay, 30 days from now is, uh, let's just move it, round it up. It's April 1st. So <laughs> pick the good day. So on April 1st, I would like to have the SOW signed in my hand. The client has said that there is money and that they're ready to move forward. They're excited about that, but they haven't picked a client. We may or may not be in the lead. Don't know, but I'm hopeful that we become that, that group. So what I'm going to do is I want to do everything in my power, look for all the opportunities to get that SOW signed in my hand by April 1st. So this is really important. So it's a million dollar deal and there's something I want to get accomplished and I want to make sure that I have clear visibility on making sure that we can get our people in there to help them with their cloud computing 
um, advancement and their transformation in the organization. So this is how I'd write this. So here we go. And I'll repeat this a few times. If you want to pause the, the uh, podcast and get a pencil and paper out, that's fine. If you want to type it in, I'll read it out first, and then I'll go slower and break it down so you can understand it and understand why I'm doing the things I'm doing here. So here we go. All right, here's the success statement for 30 days for me. It is April 1st, 2019, and I am so happy and grateful I have the Acme Company signed deal in my possession. The SOW is complete. The client is excited and eager to start the work. I feel confident in our ability to deliver above their expectations. Believers and supporters surround me. I see a clear path to my success. That's it. Okay, so what did I do? I said, it is April 1st, 2019. I'm putting myself into the future as if it's already occurred. This is a huge, important step. You have to have present tense language in the future date. Okay, let me say that again. You have to have present tense language set at the future date. It is April 1st, 2019. If you're listening to this podcast and it's past April 1st, 2019, just push it forward to a date that makes sense to you. So let's say someone's listening to a year from now. It is April 1st, 2020 or 2025. Who knows what date it is that you finally listen to it, but make sure it's 30 days ahead of you, okay? Here's the next section. And I am so happy and grateful. You have to put in positive, grateful, and joyous emotion. You have to be able to smile when you do this. Energy needs to go into it because your brain will react to the positive reinforcement that's going to happen. This is the conditioning part. You want to bring positive emotions for, uh, for this and the joy of already having completed it. This is the conditioning part, okay? Then I say that I have acne signed deal in my possession. For me, that would be, let's be more specific, I have the Acne SOW signed and in my possession. There's the goal. I have it in my possession. I got the email. There's the PDF. They did whatever process to sign it, and it's done. The client is excited and eager to start. What that does is it makes me feel like the client is invested too. I want them to feel good. They are telling me they feel good. This is the emotion I want to have. I feel confident in our ability to deliver above their expectations. The reason I said that is because I didn't want to promise a whole bunch of stuff that I know we couldn't deliver. I wanted to set the bar that I know we can deliver to, and then we're going to try to achieve better so that the client will always be a reference and always use us in the future. Then believers and supporters surround me. I love this statement. This is one of my core beliefs, something I have in me day in and day out, wherever I go, whether I'm traveling, you guys have all heard me say this. I always put it into every single one of my success statements. Believers and supporters surround me. Nobody is trying to stop me. Nobody is trying to prevent me from succeeding. Only believers and supporters surround me. And then finally, I see a clear path to my success. 
I see a clear path to my success. That means I'm, I, I have a lot of hope and visibility for the next 30 days. That means at that point on April 1st, 2019, I will do another success statement. Similarly, I'll set my goals and then I'll do the whole process again. All right, I hope you understand that you got this structure now of how to write this. And I'll repeat it one more time. Here it goes. It is April 1st, 2019. And I'm so happy and grateful that I have the Acme SOW signed in my possession. The client is excited and eager to start work. I feel confident in our ability to deliver above their expectations. Believers and supporters surround me. I see a clear path to my success. All right, here's the next step. Read it every day, out loud, in the morning. And if you really want to add fuel, do it at lunch and do it in the evening. But for sure, you got to read it out loud. Make sure you do it in the morning before you do anything else. Whatever your morning routine is, when you first wake up, do it then. Go into the bathroom and do it there. Start it out. Get rolling. Then, once you do it every day, this is what's happening. You are creating an environment by which your brain will start changing and adopting this new way of thinking. Having had completed the task already, you already have the positive emotions and you're already reinforcing it with that positive reward system that conditioning depends upon. Because that positive conditioning is the a positive emotion. That's what you want, positive emotion. Now, once you've done that through those 30 days and you're doing it, what will happen is this. Your brain will start identifying the things that will advance it towards those goals and discarding all the things that are irrelevant. You will spend less time working on crap that doesn't matter or add to the value and only focusing on those things that will move your deal forward. This is what happened to me. I worked so much less and achieved so much more because I am not spending my time fiddling around on stuff that doesn't add value to the things I'm working on. Everybody asks me, how do you get the energy to do what you do, to keep working? Like I hear them on a Sunday, right? Afternoon of my day, I walk in here, knock this podcast out, frame it all up and go on to the next thing. It's because I'm not focused on stuff that doesn't matter. I don't waste my time on it. I'm only focused on the things that matter and advance whatever it is I believe in and whatever job I'm working going forward. How do I do that? Because I've trained my mind to focus on the short-term goals that I want to achieve. And when my mind is trained on those and I switch it over to a new set of goals, it starts discarding all of the irrelevant bullshit that surrounds me. I hope I'm being very clear here. Your exhaustion in your career and the time that you are spending looking around for what to do next is because your brain is trying to sort out all of the things around it so it can figure out what it believes are the next goals but without it knowing specifically what you want, your brain, the tool in your head, it will spend all its time sorting this out and you'll be exhausted. What you really want is to be focused, relentlessly focused on only those things that matter to you. Now, this doesn't just work inside you know, career-related money goals. This works great in relationships. 
Let me tell you how this would work before a relationship, especially if I wanted to repair something in a relationship. And I'm not talking about changing somebody else. I'm talking about changing me. When I change, all the relationships around me change. So let me do this again for a relationship. It is April 1st, 2019. I'm so happy and grateful that my wife and I have a perfect, harmonious relationship. I am excited about the time that I'm spending with her. She is my soulmate and my best friend. And I know each day is better than the last. And I look forward to many, many days ahead. That's a great success statement to get through a difficult relationship time. But you got to have two committed people, right? So at least one person, it'll be all in. That would be me. Now, I can't change other people. This is a co-creative world. People are going to do whatever they want to do. And hopefully, while be hooking up with that person who is going in the same path and same commitment as I do. But that's at least I can cover my side of the street, right? My side of the street. Okay, let's say that I wanted to lose 10 pounds. This is something really that I have to work on myself. And if I'm really there, I can say, okay, I weigh 205 pounds right now. Let's say I want to get down to 195 by the end of April. I mean, excuse me, the end of March. I would do the same thing. It is April 1st, 2019. I'm so happy and grateful that I weigh 195 pounds. Food is my medicine. I am focused on eating only those things that add to my well-being and help me attain my goal. I love eating healthy foods. It is something that I enjoy and I am thoroughly, thoroughly blessed with a healthy body. Believers and supporters surround me I see a clear path to my success. This you can use in every area of your life. Now remember, we live in a physical world. If you are going through challenges and you're aging, like you know, like I am, right? You know, we all are going to end up in the same space. We're going to return to the earth where the earth is going to re, you know, basically turn our atoms back around and it's going to grow something else. I'm okay with that. Right. But I can't try to fly off of a building. Right. That's not going to work. I have to do what's within my own control. And that is the change in my own perspective and my own point of view. Changing my own point of view is the only thing I can do. So I might as well get at it and start working on the one thing that allows me to change. And that is my brain. We're going to do that using the, the process of conditioning. And I hope you are able to really, really grasp a hold of this technique. So let's review. Okay. What we're going to do is you're going to set your goals for the next 30 days. Pick a date out. It can be 45 days, but keep it, keep it tight, right? You're going to chunk this out and try to be realistic about what's actually going to happen in that 30 or 60 days, excuse me, 30 or 45 days, and then write out your success statement. We've covered that, okay? So then you're going to read it every day in the morning, out loud, each morning for every day for the next 30 days. If you want to add juice to this, read it in the mirror, look, your, look at yourself in the mirror, in the eyes, and say it out loud. Add emotion, put some energy into it. If your family members are wondering what the heck's happening with you, go into the bathroom and tell them what you're doing. You're putting some classical conditioning with neuroplasticity, throw some science at them, they'll be quiet for a while. And once they see what's happening, it spreads like wildfire in the family. It just catches on. Okay, then be looking for openings. Look for the place where you slipstream into the client or you start adding value. Where are you going to add value? Where are you going to add value? How are you going to be the best 
provider of services to that client in whatever space that is, or however you're going to achieve your physical goals, whatever you're going to do for your relationships, pick one that's going to work for you. Wow, this has been a great, great podcast. I hope you are able to take this home and use it. And John, my buddy in New York, thank you for the suggestion. This is Robert Christensen. Pick up my book, The Bug in Your Brain. It's on Amazon and it's on Kindle. It's all about elevating self-worth. It has a lot of exercises that are really specific to what I just told you now. Plus gives you a whole bunch of other things that it will help you uproot deep uh, seated worthiness issues. And from my perspective, it's the foundational work that'll lead you to the rest of the stuff. All right, great talking with you. I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. This has been a production of Motive for Life, all rights reserved. Music by bensound.com. For further information, contact Motive for Life at info at motiveforlife.com or visit us at motiveforlife.com.